This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Now on Joy 94.9, this is The Glow Show with your host, Victoria Police LGBTI Liaison Officer, Gabrielle Tayak, Joy's own Will Lanting, with a range of Victoria Police staff and Joy volunteers coming together to inform and support our diverse LGBTI communities. Here is The Glow Show on Joy. And welcome, you are on The Glow Show, Joy 94.9, I'm Will, and uh, always joined by Australia's favourite crime fighter, Gabrielle Tyak. How are you, Gabby? Oh, that's a nice intro. I know, I just, I don't know why it just came to my mind, crime fighter, which you are. Oh, I can be, yeah. have been known to be, and my goodness, mm-hmm. it's winter, middle of winter, beautiful sunny day. Mm, it is a lovely sunny day Love today. It. I know, I know. I think later on next week it's going to be a little bit more... Uh, Yucky weather. We've got some rain coming over the weekend, and yeah, I had to look it up because I got to work on the weekend. So I oh, see so you want to check out the weather. Mm, that's why. See it's how in the back cold you're going to get. I know, but uh, I will be uh, in the next couple of weeks. I'm going to head off to Europe. But we'll talk about that a little bit more a little later. But talking about overseas, you've just been overseas, which we mentioned a few times. Yeah, well, it's it's so good. I've just got to keep talking about it. Yeah. But what's on today's tonight. show or tonight's show is I recorded a couple of interviews with some of the police that I was over in Toronto with. Yep. Uh, and I'm really excited. I've been hanging on to them since I've been back and wanting to play them and talk about them. And it's our second last show before we have a little break. We do, yes. yeah. And I thought, well, we've, we really need we've got to, to talk. And we've got to talk about this um, World Conference, the second world, second world LGBTQ conference for criminal justice professionals. That's me. I know, that is you. And it's the second one. So that's fabulous. So where was the first one? Amsterdam. Right. It was fantastic. 2016, went mm-hmm. to Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. Bit of a culture shock. Really? Because, yeah. yeah. It's not, I'm not used to walking around smelling marijuana in there. <laughs> as soon as I got off the train, I'm like, who do I have to talk to? Oh, you oh, can do you that can here. do that, yes. <laughs> it is an amazing place, I must admit. But not, a beautiful city. It is lovely. Wonderful people. Mm. They were very friendly. I'm half Dutch myself. And that's where I'm off to next uh, next couple of weeks. Make off home to Holland. But we're jet setters, aren't we, on I the Glow Show? We are jet setters. We're lucky. What did you just say? We're jet setters. We're something. I know. It's a cold. I've, 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 it's been a horrible winter and I've had a bit of a flu and I'm still slowly getting over it. But we'll get there. Yeah. We'll get there in the end. Now, so you went over to Toronto for the second annual Crime Fighters LGBTIQ conference, which is... Not annual. Annual. Every three in a bit-ish year. The triannual. Something like that. <laughs> and the next one's here, don't forget, 2021 in Melbourne. I hope I get an invite. Well, if we're still friends. True. Well, probably won't be then. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I spoke to a, a bunch of lovely police from, I thought I was going to, I wanted to say from all over the world, mm. but in fact, it's from one continent. Yeah. They're, they're all from either Canada or, or America. Yep. But oh well, they're not Australian, so they're international police. No, that's true. And look, this is in the beginnings, uh, this these whole uh, criminal 
Fighters Conference for the LGBTIQ community. It is it is beginning. You have had people from Greece, I think, in the Amsterdam one, was that? Uh, I think so. You had yes, one we, from Greece, which we, is... Yeah, I mean, we had, uh, in this most recent one in Toronto, there were 15 different countries represented. Yeah. I just only recorded the ones on the continent that we're in, just because I was it was so busy and yeah. we were talking to so many people, and I didn't realise I'd only done Canadian and American. Oh, well. So I don't have any other accents, but they're still pretty cool accents. They're pretty cool. I've actually listened to them a little earlier today, and it's uh, some interesting uh, interviews and interesting people, and it's really great to see that. And one of the things I got out of the interviews as well is that we all have the same issues and you know the same problems, and it's uh, quite a fascinating history that some of the countries have, which we'll talk about and listen to as well in some of these interviews. Yeah, well, the first one we have is a trans officer who isn't a police officer but works in corrections in, in um, Canada in, in um, Manitoba. So I'll let Logan Oxenham tell you a little bit about what he does. Okay, so I just asked you to state your name, uh, your rank, where you work, pretty much that. Uh, my name is Logan Oxenham. I work in Winnipeg, Manitoba for the government of Manitoba uh, Corrections in the custody department. Okay, and so you're at the conference today. I just want to know um, what brought you here and then what did you get out of being here today? Well, I learned about this conference uh, when it first happened in Amsterdam. And uh, when I heard about the Amsterdam conference, I had missed the boat on applying for a a grant um, to attend. But I made a point of staying up to speed with where the next one was going to be. And so when I heard it was going to be in Toronto, I made a point of of doing what I could to to be here. And uh, I reached out to to Danielle and... and, uh, she said, you're welcome to come, and, and here I am. <laughs> and so you weren't just coming to listen, listen to it you actually, and take part in it. You actually was, were a presenter. Yeah, I, I, it is. It's um, to have um, this uniform that I'm wearing. Um, it's, a, it's a blue, looks like a kind of a, a, a North American police officer uniform with a stripe down the pants. Um, and to have this uniform outside of a jail um, associated with LGBT um, uh, law enforcement issues is a huge deal from for where I'm from, um, and I'm, I'm and I'm proud to wear it and be here and, and represent. Excellent. And what did you get out of being here today? Oh, so many things. I I love um, the camaraderie. Um, I've learned so much, and I. I wish I could stay and, and learn more, um, but I've really appreciated how everyone's just um, approaches each other with open arms and um, and with respect, and um, it's it's so refreshing to be in a place uh, in a situation with officers that, that do that. It's great. That was Logan Oxingham from Toronto Police, or probably commonly known as Trono. No, well, you really weren't listening, were you? Because Logan works for Winnipeg Corrections, Manitoba Corrections. Oh, there you go. So I definitely wasn't listening, was I? Sorry, well, I've got my a notes wrong. Officer, not a police officer. But Logan was really interesting. He delivered a, um, a talk uh, called "Creating a Positive and Inclusive Working Environment for Trans Staff," mm-hmm. which is pretty ma- massive. Working in a uh, corrections facility with prisoners. Uh, and he spoke about how pretty much the fight that he's gone through uh, working in that environment and even the struggle to get the correct uniform 
mm. where, which he still really hasn't even got after working there for a number of years. So he's still fighting, but really brave. And I was really, really pleased to meet him. And if you look at the um, the Facebook post about this episode, you'll mm-hmm. see all the people that we're speaking to in their uniforms. So you'll be able to see the uniform that Logan was talking about. Now, up next, we've got um, Eleanor Serco from the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. And I actually found that one quite fascinating because she was talking about uh, the purge. Yeah. Which uh, Canada... I could say the word suffered. Um, it was obviously to do in the, in the back in the sixties and seventies in the Cold War issues, uh, where they didn't want people to be under threat if they were um, re- recognised LGBTIQ, and they would literally legally sack them from their uh, workplaces. Yeah. And, so and Neil Patterson, the Assistant Commissioner, spoke mm-hmm. about that last week in our program. Yeah. So Eleanor is fascinating to listen to. Yeah, no, and here is Eleanor Serco from the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Okay, so um, can you state your name for me, where you work and what your role is, please? Yep, my name is Corporal Eleanor Sturko and I'm a media relations officer for the Surrey RCMP, which is a detachment of the Royal Canadian Mounted Police in Canada. Cool. And I'm just wanting to know why you're here at the conference this week. Well, as an out uh, lesbian and a police officer, I think it's important that I um, get together with other criminal justice professionals and we can talk about some of the challenges and our history, um, different types of initiatives that people are taking in other countries so that we can share our ideas in ways that can help make our communities stronger, more inclusive and ultimately safer for the people that we serve. Great answer. Thanks. Now, you've got a, a special link to the Royal Canadian Mount, Mounted Police, and what would that be? Well, I'm actually one of eight members of my family that served in the force, so we have a combined total of 186 years of service. Uh, but the very first member of my family to join the RCMP was my great-uncle, Sergeant David Van Norman, and um, my link with him actually is that he was uh, a member of the RCMP who is actually part of what is known in Canada as the Purge, and that was was um, a period of time during which our federal government sought to um, expunge people from our LGBTQ2 plus community from the public service under the belief that they posed a risk to security because they were susceptible to blackmail. And this is a period of time that took place during the Cold War. So unfortunately, my Uncle Dave was purged and he was forced to resign from the RCMP after it was discovered that he was a gay man. So, And here I am all these years later and now I'm in the RCMP. I'm in the same regiment. So So it really does show to me, and it's something that I really like to demonstrate, that there has been a lot of cultural change, uh, especially in Canada, which I'm very grateful for. Um, We've gone from a period of time where people like us in the community, people like my uncle, were not able to serve their country to a time in which not only am I able to serve and and give back to my country and community, but I've also been chosen as a spokesperson for our National Police Force. So I'm incredibly grateful and I enjoy sharing my story because I think it's important for us to remember our history and where we've come from, but also to celebrate the fact that we have made progress and we all should be proud of how we've changed to, you know, make this a greater community for everybody. Great answer. And one last question. Uh, So you've been at the conference now, this is the third and last day. What have you got out of the conference that's going to help you go forward? 
Oh, wow. This conference, actually, I've just taken away so much. But I have to say one of the things that I've really appreciated was um, the absolute sincerity that all of the presenters have offered. I've heard a lot of people sharing their personal experiences and stories. And in particular, one of the challenges that I found even within our um, police force is that not a lot of information about our trans brothers and sisters. And so uh, I was able to take away a lot of information about how I can better support and make a safer work environment and even community with our community members um, in the trans community um, to do my job better and to help support the other members of my force also do a better job of, of supporting that community. So this has been really great. I plan on taking all this information back and sharing it with my colleagues who haven't attended. And um, this is just such a worthwhile event and I can't wait for the next one. Fantastic. And thank you very much for inviting me into your country. Oh, we're so glad to have you come back anytime. I love it. Isn't that Absolutely beautiful? And if you you could definitely hear the music in the background. Yeah. It was lunchtime on the very last day of a three-day conference, and so people were dancing at lunch. And they were, I walked back in there after that interview, and they're all doing the, you know, when they're in a line and they dance in a line, whatever that's called. Uh, line dance? Oh, whatever. <laughs> but they were doing that. So that's what happens at a police conference at the very end. Uh, brilliant stuff. Now, you've got to stay tuned for some more because we've got a couple more interviews from the uh, World Conference uh, coming up next. So stay tuned. You're listening to The Glow Show with Gabby and Will on Joy 94.9. You're listening to The Glow Show on Joy. Back soon. Your community is our business. Joy 94.9. Welcome back. This is The Glow Show on Joy. You're back on The Glow Show with Will and Gabby and sadly this is our second last episode before we go off air for one for one grid. One grid, yeah. Um, I'm off to Europe for a little bit and, you know, I think we just need a little bit of a break and, uh, yeah. So freshen I just, up for summer. Freshen up for summer. So we will be back. Don't, don't fear, don't drop your... Uh, you're a beer or whatever you're drinking right now. So. <laughs> but we will be back. But, yeah, we're just having a break for the grid. So, yeah. yeah. But we're having a great episode today. We're talking to some police that, that I spoke to in Toronto at the Second World LGBTI Conference for Criminal Justice Professionals in Toronto in, uh, when was it, June? Only last month. It was too, yeah. You were missing an action. I was, I was. <laughs> we, we spoke to um, Corporal Eleanor Sturko, who who's in the Royal Canadian Mounted Police, mm. and she spoke about the purge. So if you didn't hear that, you better go back and listen to it. But one thing that she didn't say at that interview, but she said in one of the talks she gave in Toronto was that her uncle, when he was forced out of the, the police force, moved to San Francisco because obviously that's a, a place where it was very gay-friendly and people yep. were accepted there. Um, but during the time that he was there in the 80s, he, he contracted AIDS. Um, and... It, his family never actually wanted him to leave, but he thought they did because he didn't think they'd accept him for being gay. And getting close to the end of his life, he was quite ill. They invited him back to Canada to join the family again, and they all reconnected before he died. So a beautiful and sad story, yeah. but it's really nice that they all got to, to see him and be with him again. It's been quite an eye-opener because the purge, as I said before, was uh, really leveraged. Now, whether it was leveraged rightfully or wrongfully by the cold war they didn't want people of influence to be uh put in compromised positions so they used to certainly in canada with this purge that would um sack them expel them from positions like the police force and government and russia actually suffered very much the similar thing when they had a typical penal code that was exercised unfortunately they used that lgbti or gay penal code uh on the same cold war effect 
but you know they just went a lot more discriminative as well. And I think it, in, that's one of the problems that Russia suffers today, where it's a carryover of that stigma from that penal code. So I don't think they ever healed. They don't, and it does take a lot of time to heal. But it's amazing how there can be a lot of synergy around the world. You know, whether it be Russia or whether it be America, Canada, and even Australia, it's fascinating stuff. Yeah, all of these stories are so similar. The ones that we hear, mm. um, very relevant. So the next person we're talking to is actually a very good friend of mine, mm. who's a sheriff in LA County. So we'll play this one. Now, can you just tell me your name and your rank and what state or country you work in? My name is Marion Tucker and I'm a sergeant for the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department. I work out of the Palmdale Station and I'm a traffic motor sergeant and I'm the only woman that has ever ridden motors for Los Angeles County Sheriff. By motors, do you mean motorbikes? Motorbikes. Yeah. Okay. Now, um, we've, we've known each other a little while. Yeah, about what, four years, maybe three years, four years. Yeah, so how did we meet? Uh, we were at a LGBT uh, conference. It was a world conference in Amsterdam. That was fun. It was. <laughs> it was really great. Do you remember when we met? Not exactly. How rude. I know. I'm bad like that. <laughs> okay. Well, Do you remember? No. Oh, therefore, we're both rude. <laughs> I was hoping you could tell me. Um, so It's probably over ice cream. It probably was ice cream. Yeah. We had a lot of ice cream. We loved ice cream. But that was your fault, too. It was. <laughs> um, but moving on, we are now at, at the second LGBTI World Conference for Criminal Justice Professionals in Toronto, in yeah. Canada. Yes, we are. So what brought you to this conference? Well, I wanted to see you. But besides that, <laughs> it's a great um, opportunity to meet um, allies and LGBTQ uh, uh, criminal justice professionals from all over the states and the world and to help increase the visibility and the knowledge of those who are in the profession to um, I kind of think it's our job to help others along. Good answer. Well, thanks. <laughs> and final question for you. So now we've almost we've almost come to the conclusion of the conference. One more day. Yes. So what are, what are you getting out of it? I think the biggest thing I got is uh, even though we have come a long way in the 30 years I've been a, a, plea, a deputy for the sheriff's department, we still have some to go. Um, not only in the states but all over the world um, some some countries ha are a bit ahead of us and some countries are lagging behind a bit but I think it's together that we can find a way and love will win thank you you're welcome Oh, it was so good to see her. One of my really good friends who I've been friends with since, since Amsterdam, we clicked. And I did remember when we met, we met on the very first night when we had a meet and greet drinks. Mm. And I pretty much sat down with her and her wife um, and we were friends ever since. And I've been to um, LA and gone to her sheriff um, department and driven in a, a sheriff police car. So that was <laughs> all really exciting. So we've shared a bit of uniform. So we're, wow. we're, yeah, we, we know each other and she'll be, she'll be definitely here in 2021. In Melbourne. 2021, yeah, in Melbourne. Hmm. And so the next interview, interview and our very final one, are with two Toronto police officers. Okay, so it's Christopher Atwood and Patty Ritzina. Ritzinas. Ritzinas. And they are from Toronto Police. They're Toronto. Toronto. Yep. <laughs> All right, so just start off with um, saying your name and where you work. 
and what your role is. Okay. Uh, I'm Christopher Atwood. I'm a police officer with the Toronto Police Service. I work out a 55 division and I'm on what we call the mobile crisis intervention team, which consists of myself as the police officer and a trained psychiatric nurse. And our role is to go out in the community and engage with people that are in crisis. And then they get assessed and then we determine whether they go to hospital or if there's other um, resources within the community um, that we can uh, assess them or assist them with. And we do deal a lot with uh, LGBT youth that are um, uh, also transitioning into uh, you know next phase of their life and uh, they can go through some crisis. So we actually deal with a lot of LGBT youth. Very cool. And you? I am Patty Ritzinas. I am a police officer with the Toronto Police Service, and I work at 12 Division as a crime prevention officer, and I am also the uh, co-chair of our LGBTQ ISN, Internal Support Network. Oh, very good. And I've met you today because you're sitting outside in the foyer um, promoting a few things. So what brought you to the conference this week? So um, I'm also a director uh, on the ISN. So we came to the conference so that we could, We our role is to support uh, internal members um, that identify as LGBTQ members and also community members. So we wanted to come in, be able to sit with other members of the panels and uh, one of actually one of our ISN members spoke um, on the panel on the first day, I believe. Um, so we just wanna be able to share what we're, we give to members in the community um, as ISM members and a support network. So we want to come in and kind of see what other uh, police services are doing around the world and how they're supporting their members and the LGBT community and their own community. And take that, take something, little pieces of each uh, from the conference uh, and take that back into what we can um, help our members with and also the community members. Yeah, we do something very, very similar. Yeah. So that's really interesting to hear. Have you got anything to add? Well, I was at the uh, conference in Amsterdam a few years ago, and this was a great opportunity to come back and uh, see everybody that I met back uh, in Amsterdam uh, to do some networking and, again, to uh, learn all the best practices that uh, all the other services are doing all around the world. So you probably answered this next question a little bit in, in that, but um, what, what have you been getting out of this conference and what are you going to take back to your, your own police force? So for me, um, this is my first conference, um, and I've just found it amazing how what I've taken away is how each service does things maybe a little bit different, but we all have the same goal. And we all want to come out with the same conclusion and to keep going and keep fighting for rights, LGBT rights. And we may all go about it a little different way. We all may have our own struggles, that we've, as we've heard through the conference, um, of getting there. But ultimately, we all have the same goal. And I think I've taken from the conference, has taken every little piece that people do things differently uh, and try to incorporate it not only in the work that I do, but maybe in my own um, aspects of my own life and, and how I deal with the community and within my own members uh, of the police service. Uh, for me, I, I love hearing all the uh, personal stories that uh, everyone has and their experiences that they've had to deal with as, uh, as out members of their services. And um, it's just 
um, very heartwarming, and it reminds us why we're all here and we come together and why the, why we are doing the work that we're doing, and we have to keep moving forward with that. Because at the end, love is love. It is. Right. And, and we're all going to go back to our jobs and mm-hmm. be refreshed and reinvigorated, I think. Mm-hmm. Gives you a little boost that maybe that when you came into this conference, you maybe were like, I'm not quite sure where I fit or, or what I can bring to the table. But I think just looking at everyone and speaking with everyone and having an, an ability to mingle and get to know one another from each country, you can take something back and you can say, OK, I can do this. And then we can move forward that, yes, in our you know aspects of the LGBTQ community, sometimes we do take one step forward and two steps back. But we can take something from this and say, you know what? Yeah, we may be a couple steps back in regards to, you know, not being for us, not being able to march in the parade. But that's not going to stop us. And we're going to keep moving forward. I think sometimes we get uh, a little bit too comfortable with uh, within our own um, lives. And we think that everything is... Um, the way it should be but then you hear other people's stories and it reminds you that it's not like that for everybody and we have to continue doing the work we do to uh, support others and um, um keep fighting fights <laughs> right okay thank you that was uh, Christopher and Patty from the Toronto Police <laughs> speaking to Gabby at the Second World LGBTQ Conference for Criminal Justice Professionals. Excellent job there, Gabby. You should Thanks. be really, really proud of yourself. That it, was great. It was such an honour and I really wish I had time to interview more people, but one day I was on a panel and one day I was giving a presentation, so I was stressed and running around preparing. So mm-hmm. this is all I got to do. So when they're here in Melbourne, I want to interview almost everybody. So I'm yes. going to take a lot of time. And I'll be there to support you too with a bit yeah. of luck. We'll, yeah. we'll get it done. But thank you for to everyone it was a wonderful conference I loved it I can't wait to see you all again I wish I had more time with you yeah now we must go thank you very much also to the Murphys who have given us a fair bit of support over uh, the last few months and uh, but we must go Gabby you stay safe and uh, we'll see you next week next week with Assistant Commissioner Luke Cornelius oh looking forward to that and that'll be our final uh, episode for The Grid and we'll be hopefully we should be back in summer we will be you listen to The Glow Show on Joy 94.9 That's it from us today. Thanks for listening to another Glow Show on Joy. Tonight's episode has just been loaded to the Joy website and our podcast feed on iTunes. So if you missed anything important, you can hear it again now. Please support the volunteers who make the Glow Show happen by subscribing to our podcast and sharing them with your friends on social media. The Glow Show is produced by Will Lansing and Gabrielle Tayak and edited weekly by me, Jason Gibbs. See you next time on Joy. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.